Tony and Terrence, the, the podcast. podcast. Gonna miss you. I miss you too, baby. I'm gonna call you when I get there, okay? No, no, no. You call me from the plane, all right? Cole, tell me the difference. <laughs> love, love has four letters, and um, sex is three. Love is flowers for no reason. Love is, is, is telling her all the things she wants to hear until you get the draw. <laughs> What's going on, y'all? It's 2020. 2020. Finally, it's we a are whole in a new, new decade. year. Whole new decade. OMG, I'm excited for this year. 2020 is about nothing but blessings and prosperity, and I surely do believe that. Well, I just wanted to give a little announcement. We got we got some different things going on for y'all this year with the podcast. We're kicking off our interview series with the friend of the podcast, Tiana Shelley, also known as Carolina Dreams. Uh-oh. Our interview series will premiere January 28th, and we're definitely excited about doing something new. We are two years in the mother freaking game. One, two. Two years in the game. This is up. Episode 101. 101. We haven't talked to you guys since the last episode. That was like three weeks ago since our live show. Mm -hmm. So I'm really excited to see what this year brings. It's a lot has been happening since the last time we uh, spoke to spoke to you all. Uh, like she said, we had our 100th episode, December 14th. We didn't record it. Sorry, but you just had to be there. It happened. You, you missed it. You just had to be there. So on today's cultural topic segment lord the baby done got arrested on robbery charges not the baby he ain't underage no he's <laughs> a grown it man was a, it was a joke grown man uh he was arrested previously by the police in a robbery investigation more details will be released the baby was arrested in miami thursday for battery in connection to the robbery um and his bond was set at just fifteen hundred dollars uh i seen the uh, footage when he was in court and he straight up told the judge he said judge I got a quarter of a million in my hotel room that I need to go get and you know that he just I, he just got it so you know according to the report did the baby the baby he uh performed at a concert but he was ten thousand dollars short he was supposed to make thirty thousand of that and the promoter shorted him and apparently he those were the consequences yeah apparently <laughs> he he robbed the guy and don't rob um, the baby he uh emptied his pockets threw orange juice on him he said he from charlotte so um and there is a video uh that has surfaced of some guy getting dragged getting dragged and uh, you can clearly see the orange or the apple juice on the ground but the, you know of course that's neither here or there I don't know if you all have been, and I pray I pray that you haven't been sleeping underneath a rock, but Lord, I pray for the times coming ahead because Trump decided to do some, some real heavy stuff over in the Middle East. Uh, reports are saying that the Pentagon officials gave him a, a slew of alternatives or advice to take as far as how do we move forward with what's going on in Iran. And for those of you all that don't know, uh, a group of Iranian people had stormed the U.S. Um, what is it called? The U.S. Embassy, U.S. Embassy in Iran, you know, just just trying to ruffle up some feathers. And in a response, 
Trump chose the most radical decision that the Pentagon, the top sounds like him. You're right. The top military officials. And he chose to assassinate one of their leaders. And he did. And it did not go well for Iran. Ooh. And because of that, that consequences of doing that, we had to ship close to at least 3,500. If I'm in that ballpark of uh, soldiers and majority of them came from Fort Bragg. So my prayers and thoughts are with all of the soldiers. I wonder why Excuse Fort me. Bragg. Well, Do you think there's like a thing to that? Like- um, I'm not sure how it goes, but you know, Fort Bragg, we 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 have one of the largest bases in America. So, oh, for real? Yeah, and they uh the the units that they send over there are war ready soldiers. But I don't I don't want to get too much wow. into that because I don't really know all of the logistics behind it. Right, and you know, but, um, Black Twitter, <laughs> who made a joke out of this situation. We sure do know how to joke about some stuff, don't we? We surely Even do. Even though, you know, this situation is very, you know, like it's, you know, it's happening. It's very real. Mm-hmm. We just can't seem to ever be serious, serious about, you know, stuff like this. Uh, but, I mean, very. I ain't going to lie because I laughed. I laughed at a few I of sure the... <laughs> Laughed and like and kept it scrolling. I, I mean, did, and but you know this is you. This is very real. This mm-hmm. is happening, and we are praying for the troops that have been sent over to fight in this what they call World War Three. And I pray it does not turn into that, right? Uh, because that can get deadly real quick. Uh, That's we, I, we just finished bringing a lot of soldiers back, thanks to Obama. And now to send them back over is, I just pray nothing really happens. And Iran has even responded to the death of one of their military leaders. And they they said, death to America. That's scary in itself. Right. I hope they're just talking about Trump. Now, that's where... Um, uh, that's where the clarification came in because at the funeral, they were saying no, not not death to the people there death to um Donald Trump and other leaders well over here. you know so that the simpsons um i, I did came see across that. <laughs> i came across that i'm laughing this is not a joke yeah sorry um <laughs> the simpsons you know they said they haven't been wrong yet with that episode with Donald Trump in the cast mm-hmm. and i mean i'm not wishing death upon the man but look he look you know, yeah, as that it, tweet said, us in words ain't do nothing. Leave us alone. We didn't do anything. We don't want to start no wars. We didn't been through enough as it is. Somebody was like, we bomb, we bombed Iran's leader or something or killed Iran's leader. And they was like, uh-uh, I went to work and came straight back mm-hmm. home. <laughs> this one meme that I'm looking at right now says, we bombed Iran. We, in the Soldier Boy picture. <laughs> we. So, uh, I, I understand that we are kind of making light of the situation. Yeah. But at the end of the day, this right. is a serious matter. Definitely. And if you all don't know what's going on, please inform yourselves. Um, this can turn deadly really quickly and this can turn into a war. You already have certain countries like Russia and China already, you know, what's up? So they, I'm scared of Russia. That's who isn't at this point. I'm scared. I am as well. So, you know, they, 
Iran has their allies. We have our allies. I'm scared of any other country, period. From, <laughs> and also from what I uh, researched is that a lot of foreign leaders kind of condemned the attack on Iran's top military official. I'm not even going to try to say his name because I won't disrespect it like that. Right. And they don't like it because they know what it can lead to. Mm -hmm. And since that's happened, there's been a spike in oil. And and if you haven't noticed, gas prices have been going up. It's, it's steady right now, but it it fluctuates. It's been fluctuating between two 30 and two 48. I just pray that we don't get to a point in early two thousands. Well, no, the uh, mid mid 2015 around that time where gas was almost $4 and I think the highest it got during that time was like three seventy something. So I was, mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I'm praying this can be resolved quickly because we don't need people going over there, our U.S. citizens going over there and dying because of one man's decision, choosing the most radical decision that was given to him. Trump, we blame you for everything. Yeah. So you are a loser. Yeah, that's that. That just really, just really sucks. It does. But we're praying for the troops. Because, Lord, mm, I, I ain't fighting no American uh, <laughs> war. No, I'm, mm-mm. I don't, this, I don't feel like this the country to serve. I'm sorry. Well, I think you'll be good anyway. Because you have I'm to a care. woman. Uh, uh, that, and I think you still, I, I think got you're asthma. the only one. <laughs> I think you're the only one in your family, are you? I'm not sure. Only one in my family who? That, that, that still has to, wait, we just had Mason, so you might be eligible. I know I would go if there was like a draft because I used to be like the only person that could carry my fact, last name. After we finish this episode, I want to look up the qualifications to be drafted. Anything is possible. All I know for sure is that men have to register. So when we go to vote or whenever Ew. it's a, it's a s- like, selection, you know, were you a male born after 1964? And it's I wonder like, how you know. that would work for like, you know, trans. That's a whole nother topic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is uh, definitely a whole nother whole topic. Whole nother topic. I'm going to look it up. Yeah, but <laughs> I mean, they aren't excluded. Right. Unless you have some kind of medical condition. And I just seen that if you cannot see, then you are not eligible to go. So, oh, yeah. due to my prescription and my glasses, like, uh-uh. I can't will even be see over us. here. And then I also heard that if you have flat feet, you cannot go into the army. So, that's a double win for me. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people, and you have a very, very nice arch on your foot. So, uh, but I'm a woman. <laughs> I don't. I don't I'm know. I'm gonna stay though. home and take care of the family. Cook, clean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's oh yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like what everybody is. But yes, we are praying for you all. Uh, uh, one last thing. Um, are we really into surviving R. Kelly Part Two? The um, Reckoning. We checked out the first two episodes, and it's this is kind of like just. Obviously, a continuation of the first one, but you know, it's like more women that have come forward with their stories, and it's still just, it still holds the same dynamic. Like, it's still very sad, it's very triggering, it's very upsetting to watch, um, to hear, you know, you know, about the things that he has done to these young girls, and you know, it's just sad. It's it no really other is. words I really have for it. It's, it's still sad. It's, yeah. You really summed it up, basically. Uh, they knew people. Dame Dash even spoke out, and Dame Dash dated Aaliyah. Mm-hmm. And from what he said, that um, Aaliyah confided into him. And she didn't want R. Kelly anywhere near her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it just sucks that we're talking about Aaliyah 
in this kind of light. Right. Right. That sucks because she's not here to defend herself. And I just wish this is the last part. It didn't. I don't think this one was as big as the first one uh, last no. year. Starting Definitely. Off you didn't see a lot of people talking about it mm-hmm. as much as the first one. But I was still I said I wasn't going to watch it, but I was like really interested to see what else could be talked about. And, you know, and I, tell, I tell you one thing, his brother, the one that's in prison, he don't be helping no situation out. He just be like, I wouldn't want him as a because yeah, he, he just, just he doesn't him, make anything better for just telling the truth. <laughs> Look, it's no point in lying at this point. None at all. But oh, godly. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, currently, after all of that has transpired since the first part, R. Kelly has really been in jail, been dropped by his record label, you know. All right. Is that all for culture? Uh, that, ooh, sheesh. There is a lot that has there happened has since we've lot. been off the grid. Oh, have you guys seen that um, crazy Twitter person who tweeted about Ari Lennox and Tiana Taylor? Somebody took it upon themselves to say that, you know, Tiana Taylor and Ari Lennox have so much sex appeal, but they look like Rottweilers. Now, what is wrong with people? I, I don't get it. And wasn't that person black who tweeted that? It was, he was definitely black. What is it with us black people where we just have to constantly put each other down? Like, we're out, we're out in this world fighting to be equal, to, you know, to be able to, you know, just live our lives as black people. And here we are putting each other down. And that's, you know, along the lines of how Ari Lennox responded mm-hmm. back to that comment. You know, it's really sad. Right. Ari Lennox said she's not here for it. And I'm not either. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. Like Ari Lennox and Tiana Taylor are both beautiful as F. Like right. they are gorgeous, both of them. And I, you know, it's, it's just sad, you know? Mm-hmm. And she made a valid point. Uh, she basically stated, um, a lot of people were saying, well, you know, it's freedom of speech. And then she replied. She was like, but why would you want that to even be your speech? Why? Why w- yeah, exactly. It's, it, it's sad. It is. And I love how she tweet. You know, I feel like she handled the situation very, very well. Mm-hmm. And she also mm-hmm. tweeted, you know, later on, you know, for parents to love on their black children, tell them that they're beautiful or handsome every day and let them know that their skin color is beautiful. Because, you know, it's crazy that we still have to do that. We still have to be reminded of that because it's our own people who bring us down like mm-hmm. the most. The absolute most. And it sucks. And I and I pray that changes this year, this decade. Right. Let's start loving one one another and, and let's start uplifting dis- one another right. instead of putting each other down because that that's that's an old story and mm-hmm. it needs to stay in the past. Right. And we're bike. That felt really good to say. We bike, y'all. We're back with the first topic of 2020. And the topic, like I said before our break, is 2020 vision. (laughs) Get it? Right. We're actually going to be talking about, you know, I guess our goals. And we're going to be reflecting on, you know, the past few years and things that we've learned things that we want to take into 2020 and things that we know we might need to let go. Mm-hmm. Um, we've all been saying that, you know, 2020 sounds like a year of endless possibilities. And right. I definitely believe that like 100%. It's like something in me just feels like mm-hmm. this year is going to be so good. Mm-hmm. And I'm holding on to that feeling and I'm vowing to be 
more optimistic this year. Mm -hmm. I was optimistic in the latter part of 2019, and I'm definitely taking that into this year because it was a good feeling. I've always been one to think negatively before I think positively, and changing my way of thinking has gotten me, you know, it's, it's taken me a long way. Mm-hmm. Not It's within myself. I feel like, you know, you know, things are about to take place for me and my family. And mm-hmm. I feel like we've sown, I've sown good seeds and I'm praying that I reap a good harvest this right. year. Right. Uh, ditto. Ditto. The exact same. I feel the exact same way. Mm-hmm. Uh, things are getting ready to pop off. Income is getting ready to increase. Uh, blessings are about to be tenfold. We obviously have an interview series, so uh, that's we're already trying to change. Right, for I'm this looking new forward year. to that because that's Ooh. a skill that I've been working on, mm-hmm. and I just really want to perfect it or just get way better at it. Right. Like I'm looking forward to that definitely. Uh, we're in a whole new decade, and it it just seems appropriate that we take some time to look back and do some self reflecting. I actually came across a Forbes article on LinkedIn titled 10 Questions to Prepare for the Decade of Disruption. Now this article poses 10 questions that we allow that will allow us to gain clarity regarding our strengths, our weaknesses, our values and what we're looking to accomplish in our careers and more. Mm-hmm. So, you want to start off with the first question? What am I truly grateful for? Oh. Life, health, and strength. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, when I was reading the article, you know, it said that it's important that we we take time to focus on the good things and people in our lives because, mm-hmm. you know, last week, well, yeah, last week was still 2019, right? Last yeah, this is week. still the first week mm-hmm. of uh, 2000. Wow, this is exactly one weekend. You know, last week we saw a lot of people talking about cutting people off in a new year. We see that every year. (laughs) Just do it. But I feel like it's important that we focus on the people and things that we're actually grateful for. We always tend to focus on who we cutting off, who Mm -hmm. we cutting off. But what about those people that are really a major asset in our lives? Right. Um, when, When we do this, when we look at who we're truly grateful for and what we're truly grateful for, we're able to set more fulfilling and realistic goals instead of comparing our lives to others. Right. So who am I truly grateful for? I'm grateful for, well, who and what? Like I said earlier, my life, health, and strength. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the, the same. Ex- I'm grateful yeah. for the people in my life, Terrence. I'm grateful for my son. I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for this journey that I'm on. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful for the lessons I've learned. I'm grateful for the highs and the lows because they've made me who I am now. I'm grateful for just, I'm grateful for God. I'm grateful mm-hmm. for a lot. You, we haven't, although we're going over these 10 questions, we haven't actually sat down individually right. and like, you know, That's wrote this out. I definitely would do. Yeah. So we're actually just giving you kind of an idea of what we're actually going to do to reflect mm-hmm. and go into, you know, 2020. I guess I'm truly like one thing that I'm grateful for is all of my losses that I have experienced in the past decade and 2019 alone, uh, because those losses have have humbled me. And I never want to get to a point where I'm so high on myself that I forget where I came from. Right. Which is the bottom. Yes, I've came from the everyone has started from the bottom. Mm -hmm. No pun intended. No Drake. (laughs) So I'm just grateful for all of the lessons, the losses and the lessons that I got in 2019. And 
I just know because the way 2019 ended was just so beautiful. And I just want to keep that going. I want to keep that positive energy going into the new decade, into 2020. So that's that's one thing I, I'm grateful for. My family, Tony, Mason, my mom. I can keep going about right. the people. It's, it's an endless list. I'm grateful for even my job. You know, that's that's <laughs> even something I didn't think I would be saying. But, you know, your boy making moves. And, I, and I'm very thankful for that. And, and God, and, and if it wasn't for Tony, I don't know where my relationship with God would be right now. So, and it's definitely got a whole lot. I've get, I've definitely got a whole lot closer to God since, um, since we've met. And in 2019, it's definitely there. Y'all I stood up in church. <laughs> gave a whole testimony. And I gave my whole testimony. Cool. And so, if you follow us on social media, then, then you, you know, know how that <laughs> went you down. Know. <laughs> you know. But, but you know, Tony is a part of my testimony. So that's why I included her. So I'm just, <laughs> I'm just very, very grateful for my friends, my family, the lessons, the losses, all of that. Question two, what past accomplishments and strengths am I proud of? Now, this is a good one, especially mm-hmm. for me. Last year was a doozy, not completely a bad doozy, but ever since, you know, taking my leap of faith last year, I learned a lot about myself, and I feel like me taking that leap, for one, is a major accomplishment. All right. And I endured so much throughout the latter part you of did. 2019, and you I realized did. I had way more strength in me than I thought. Mm-hmm. You know, it's something about being low that helps you realize just how strong you truly are because mm-hmm. I chose not to stay down. Mm-hmm. I fought every day to keep pushing mm-hmm. towards my goals, and that's what I'm still doing in 2020. Nothing's going to change about that. I won't ever quit. Now, Tony, in 2018 or years before that, would have quit as soon as things got too hard or when things seemed impossible. So mm-hmm. I'm, like, hella proud of myself for, right. like, still being on this journey. Right. Um, past accomplishments. Ooh. Um, new car. I know it's not. I know it's materialistic. Uh, being able to prove to myself that I can stay at a job that might not bring me 1,000% happiness, but enough enough to keep me from going uh from going back every day and i'm I'm, you're content i'm i'm really content with it Uh, i just got a new position so i'm proud of that accomplishment uh we got to be in the paper i know that's not (laughs) something big for a lot of people but to be featured in the Fayetteville observer in a newspaper period was just like wow so we're getting there we're we're getting there um past accomplishments as far as the podcast we celebrated 10,000 listens and now uh, we've all, we're all well over 15,000 uh, streams. The podcast is definitely a major accomplishment for both going, of us. Right. Um uh, December 14th, the our second live show. Uh, more people more, in the audience. More tickets people being bought, being up. able to donate to our alma mater like That was huge. Dope. That was huge in itself because yeah. like Fidel said when we were at the kickback, he said 95,000 people RSVP last year <laughs> for the first live show. And that was just free. And, you know, barely people showed up. But this one, people actually paid their money. So right. we know we are on the right path of mm-hmm. doing what we have to do. Just got to keep going. That was the most exciting thing. Like, it was just like, whoa. And I was counting everybody. I was like, oh, gee. I was like, Tony, we had more people come this year than, you know. So that was always, that was definitely a blessing. And shout out to everyone who showed up and, and, can't thank you enough. Uh, Definitely. Well, I, I'm sure there's plenty more accomplishments that slip my mind, but those mm-hmm. are the main things that really have s- 
stuck out to me as far as the past decade and my strengths. Um, I'm noticing how effective of a leader that I am or I can be. I just need more pushing and, you know, so those and I'm, I'm looking forward to um, uh, gaining more momentum on my strengths and understanding who I am as a human being, and you know, who I am as Terrence, period. I have to sit down and really, really understand my strengths and my weaknesses. So that was that was dope. All right. Question number three. Who are the people who have helped me? You go. Um, <laughs> like I said, this is this is a very long list. I can I can keep going. Right. But Tony number one. Like I said, without her, no telling where I'd be right now. So she gets all the 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 glory and the and the praise for that one. Uh, my mother always being there and supporting me. Tristan, Fidel, uh, Angie, uh, Mason even my sister I can keep going Mm -hmm. I can keep going but that's I'm just going to give a short list these are the people that's been pushing me to be better helping me understand my mistakes and and trying to improve that Uh, I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a sponge right now so I'm just I'm learning I'm learning as much as I can um so yeah those 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 are the people who have definitely helped like I said I can keep going but you know pass the mic over Like I said in the first question, it's important to think about those people in your life who you're grateful for and who have helped you along the way. I would personally like to thank Terrence. You know, he has helped me a lot on this journey. And honestly, I don't know if I would be able to do this Mm -hmm. without his help because he who y'all. Y'all talk about how, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if he wants me to say this, but y'all talk about, you know, I need my guy to pay my bills. This guy has paid my bills. Mm. He has, like, he mm. has literally helped me so much because I don't have a job and I have a car. I have a car note. And it's just like, he, ha- you know, he doesn't have to do this. And, you know, he's, you know, he, he really feeds into me, like he feeds positive things into me. When I'm at my lowest, he tries to pick me back up and he just constantly tells me, you know, that something out there is greater for me. And if I just keep going, you know, I'm going to get there. Mm -hmm. So I definitely appreciate the constant encouragement and the bill paying because (laughs) without you, I'd be without a car. (laughs) And, you know, it's just a lot. It's a Mm -hmm. lot. So I thank you. Also, you know, my mom. My godmom and my spiritual leaders have played a major part in my life. Oh, yeah, I cannot forget about them. Right. Mm-hmm. They have helped me, you know, from the very beginning. They continue to encourage me and they always tell me how proud of me they are. And that means so much mm-hmm. right now. It, it means a lot to me it, because there's times where I feel like I'm not doing things right. But to hear them saying, you know, I'm proud of you just the other day, yesterday, my mom told me, she was like, I'm proud of you, Tony. And I, and I was like, yeah, mom, you know, this year, well, last year has been pretty hard for me. She says, but you didn't quit. Mm-hmm. She says, you don't quit easy. And I said, that's right. I don't. I, in the past I have, but things are different now. I have a lot at stake now. And it's, you know, I got to keep going. So I thank God. For, he obviously has helped me the most. Right. But I thank God for placing these people in my life to help me here on this earth. Right. That was... That was beautiful. <laughs> oh, wow. Question number four. What professional and personal experiences were meaningful and shaped me? Now, some of these questions I haven't answered. We're just going to give you the questions and talk about, you know, kind of what 
to kind of focus on when you're answering these questions mm-hmm. for yourself. Now, the article does say, you know, pick like three to five experiences that have shaped you and be sure to include experiences of like challenges, success and failure, because right. all of that, not just your success shapes you, but what you had to go through to get there mm-hmm. plays a major part in, you know, shaping you. And what did you learn from each of these experiences and how was it meaningful that question i'm going to reflect you know to you know reflect mm-hmm. on on my own right um well really quick one thing that i really sat back in because one situation popped up as far as a personal experience and it just showed me how not aggressive i am um i, I do have to change that about myself and when i did get into the car accident um it was I just didn't put enough behind that. Like, because the, the, the company that I was dealing with, the other guy's insurance company that I was dealing with, it was like, like you for real going to deny this claim when you're, when you're, when your client clearly was in the wrong and, you know, had evidence and everything. And I didn't really, I wasn't aggressive on that. Like I was just really lackadaisical and just let it fly into the wind. So one thing that that has taught me is that I need to be more aggressive and I don't need to let things fall to the wayside. And I need to, you know, I need to need to boss up based on the above. What can I learn about my values? So basically you would what I'm understanding is based on the previous questions. What like what are your values? Because you can actually go through the questions that you answered previously and you'll learn, you know, basically what your values are. But what do your, you know, what can you learn from them? Are your mm-hmm. values self-centered? Are, are Do you value helping other people? What is mm-hmm. it? What is it that, you know, you know, makes your values right. your values and, you know, how do you learn from them? And that's also a self-reflection question that I have to, you know, sit down and ponder about a little bit. Did you want to answer that one? Or you got to reflect to. Yeah, for my values. Yeah, I got to go back to the drawing board. Question number six. As I leave this decade, what am I ready to let go of? When I think about this question, what comes to my mind is, you know, what is holding you back? Mm -hmm. And what are your fears? What are some things, you know, that you just need to just let go of in order to succeed in this new decade? Because there's everybody's going to have something or someone Mm -hmm. or more than one person or more than one thing, you know, because we've learned a lot of lessons in the last decade. And if you didn't, uh, what, uh, something wrong with you, (laughs) but if you know, there's some lessons that we should have learned and going into this new decade, you know, there's some things that, you know, might not be able to go with us. It might be hard to let go of it, but just think about how much further you can go Mm -hmm. when you just let go. Right. Um, uh, I don't I don't uh, I'm I'm ready to jump I'm ready to jump and it's, it's it's been it's been very fearful but I have to leave all of that fear in the in the past decade because 2020 that uh that sermon that Bishop gave on Sunday he said you know we've been praying for one door to open but what are we gonna do when multiple doors open mm-hmm. we gotta be and ready not only is that that not only is that exciting that's scary Mm-hmm. Because we're going to have choices to make this year. Right. And we really have to be in tune with, you know, our God or whoever it is that you believe in. And we just have to we have to believe 
his word and we have to just jump straight into that into that door right without having to get the what's the word i'm looking for the not clarity from other people the the um yeah i mean answers or the advice the advice or seeking validation, validation that's the word i was looking okay. for validation from mm, other people mm. knowing that what is for you is for you having a personal relationship with god or like terrence said whoever your god is and knowing that this door open for me for and a reason. i don't need anybody else telling me no don't do it or yes go ahead do it you you know for yourself that mm-hmm. this is for you it's gonna be people that's gonna be for you and then there's always gonna be people that's going to be against you mm-hmm. but as long as you listen to within and you listen to his voice, he won't steer you wrong. He won't. So I'm leaving fear, definitely fear behind in the last decade. Ooh, fear. Question number seven. What strengths and values and sense of purpose are important to me to anchor myself during change? Basically, what keeps you grounded? Mm-hmm. What, you know, what, what strengths and values and sense of purpose are important to me? Like what? What keeps you sane? Mm-hmm. What What is it that, yeah, I, I'm going to have to ponder on that one a little me bit more. Too. But what comes to my mind when I read that question is, you know, what keeps me grounded? And what's really important to me to keep me going throughout this year of change? Mm-hmm. Like, what can I keep to help me through this? You feel the same way? As quickly as he gave it to me, that's how quickly he can take it away. That's what keeps me grounded. Just hearing that or saying that out loud. Yeah. I'm just, uh, you know, they say, be humble, be humble, be humble. And yes, that's that's the plan. But I just, I, my thing is just remembering where I came from. Mm-hmm. And and I don't want to go back. I don't want to go back. I've, I've lost things in the last decade. I've gained things. But those things that I lost hurt. Hurt really badly. But... I learned from it and I don't want to go back to those losses because just like this was maybe your year. Like I've said before, 2017 was my year and that was horrible. And I was so glad to get out of that year into 2018. And, you know, there's been a, a steady change. So when I ever think about change, I think about 2017. So, yes, I'm probably just get that tatted on the side of my neck or something. On the side of your 2017. I'm not going to condone that. All right. Well, never mind. (laughs) What is my personal definition of success and contribution across the domains that are important to me? When I was reading that question in the article, it actually said that this question is one that we probably won't be able to answer in one sitting. Mm -hmm. It's one to ponder over time during like the quiet moments. And, you know, meaningful experiences that take place in our lives. Right. So that's a question that you're going to have to sit down, not even sit down, like just live your life. And then it's going to come to you with your personal definition of success and contribution is because you're going to do things. and You're going to be like, oh, this is success to mm-hmm. me. This is my contribution to the world. You know, it, it's right. not something that you can just sit right. down and be like, oh, this is success. This mm-hmm. is, you know, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. It's going to take a while for that one. And the definition of success vary, varies. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I just, I, I think at the end of the day, as far as success for me, it's just, just continue to be loved by uh, my circle and the people around me and by Tony and by Mason. That's, 
and you know that's that's a part of my success my my definition of success not losing myself i may not see jay-z money but will it be nice heck yeah yeah (laughs) heck yeah (laughs) but of course you know of course that's not all what success is is money but you know the non the non-tangible things and that's hmm, that's a good one that's a good one i i I would definitely ponder on that one question nine is what new skill sets will be important for me to learn we man we We can we can expound on this one yes we we can expound on this one um interviewing skills interviewing <laughs> skills I, i'm and believe it or not i'm i'm learning i watch a whole lot of interviews mm-hmm. uh especially from tony she just had a really great interview with um kamaya yeah, on her YouTube i enjoyed page. that interview that was a really great interview and so i'm learning from that like what kind of questions uh to ask and how, how to, to ask feed them. off mm-hmm. of your um interviewee that's really important that's something that i had to learn because mm-hmm. i have a set of questions but sometimes questions just come just come mm-hmm. having a conversation with them yep. you know kind of digging deeper um also right. you know communication skills period mm-hmm. because terrence and i we've been invited to various you know speaking engagements and we i kind of want to have a style of you know like speaking mm-hmm. you know that that's like me like oh that's tony that's tony right. speaking you mm-hmm. know i want to develop mm-hmm. that skill where they know oh that's tony speaking right there right yeah um i'm also once again i'm following after tony but we're going to have to get this video editing skills get our skills up i know tony is going to bring that home for us and i'm just going to feed off of her and yeah learn. i'm excited cuz i'm about to learn some new skill sets i'm right. starting school mm-hmm. and like next week right. i'm starting school next week that's crazy i'm going to get a degree in mass communications mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that i can you know better myself because this is like really dear to my heart right. you know like i really want to learn this shit, this stuff you're definitely going to get it yeah uh one thing that i would i would love to work on what new skill set that i would need um learning writing better writing with more clarity. I have a lot of ideas, but sometimes I, well, it's, it's a struggle for me to say them. It's better for me to write it down. And so I want to become a better writer because throwing it out there, putting it out there in the, um, in the universe, I, I have to write this show. I have to write mm-hmm. a show or be an, uh, be an important piece of behind of writing a show. I would love to do that. And then maybe one day, heck, heck, write a movie or something like that. But I do want to write. And because of that, I've started doing a blog. I'm a blog write, blog writer. So I definitely want to brush up on my skills. You bi- use bigger words. Right. So I guess I need to open up a dictionary and not um, just, you know, what's what's the, 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 the source or what's a better word for this one? You know, and just, right. you know, that's. That's expand your vernacular <laughs> you see Ooh, there we go oh, there term. we go there we go vernacular, that's it right there everyday language <laughs> that's, that's it right there so yes a video more editing and writing personal time. skill set i don't know if you guys would you know you know define this as a skill set but i want to be able to be more in control of my emotions mm-hmm. because i allow my emotions to kind of delay things mm-hmm. like i can be in this certain feeling and i don't want to do this i don't want to do that but i 
want to be so skilled in my emotions within myself that, you know, when things are thrown at me, I know sometimes we got to stop, take a break, pause. But I don't want to just like completely stop and Mm -hmm. be like, you know, forget about my goals and just like let my emotions overtake me. I want to be so in tune with myself that I'm just like, you know what? That happened, but uh, I'm still going to do what I got to do. Right. Um, That's very important, actually. So that's that's definitely a skill because it it. It yeah. translates to a lot of things, right. you, you know, your career. That's your important to me because yeah. I have a lot of emotions, mm-hmm. like a lot, y'all. And sometimes they can get the best of me. So, yeah. Okay. Well, you made me rethink this whole this whole question. So, yeah, thank you for that. <laughs> All right. Who are the mentors, community, or tribe with whom it is important for me to be connected and contribute? This is the last question. Who, when I read this question, what comes to mind is, you know, who can you or who should you network with in this new decade? Mm-hmm. Step out of your comfort zone and reach out to who you need to reach out to in order to be successful. Right. It's a year, like Terrence said, he's trying to let go of fear. I'm also still trying to let go of fear because, you know, it's kind of like, you know, like people that you need to connect with, but it's like fear of like actually starting the conversation. Right. But what if you do? What if you do start the conversation? And what if? You get something major out of it. You got to go after it. You got to network. Regular conversation. Mm-hmm. You got to put yourself changes. out there. Mm-hmm. You have to make these contributions and you, with your your mentors and your community or your tribe. When I think of tribe, I think about my church Ooh, because yeah. we're doing things in our church that are also pushing us further into our calling. You know, it's putting us out there and we're doing different projects and we have to be able to communicate with other people to continue to Mm -hmm. keep these projects going, Mm -hmm. to expand, to get better. And, you know, you got to know people. They always say it's all about who you know Mm -hmm. and not what you know. So network, put yourself out there, be successful, go for it. Yeah. 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 That, that, (laughs) that was basically summed it up. Um, The mentors, of course, the, the spiritual leaders, um, and just people who've, of course, been been in our shoes before, mm-hmm. you know, maybe this year we'll randomly reach out to someone who's has a bigger level as far as podcasting. And, you know, we just be like, hey, and then they reply back. We're like, I'm on the show. And then Ooh. boom, there we go. So there we go. <laughs> um, I'm definitely with that. And then um, I, you did. I mean, you said it all. It was just <laughs> I, I agree exactly to the exactly to the T about what you said. So those were the 10 questions, guys. I hope that you wrote them down. We'll probably actually share the article with you in our Tuesday post. Well, today's post, since Mm -hmm. we're supposed to be putting this out today. Um, So, yeah, we'll share that. And just, you know, sit down, think. And you don't have to answer all these questions in one sitting. I'll probably answer two tonight or, you know, another one tomorrow until I get these questions answered because we've got a whole a decade to you know to <laughs> ponder these questions but because things are going to change and that's another thing we might write something today and we could change it later mm-hmm. that's you know that's that's beauty and all of right. that things change things evolve and just I, i'm really looking forward to this decade this Me year too. is just something just it just feels so good Mm -hmm. and i just hope you guys feel the same way and that you're going into this year or you have gone into this year optimistic full of like ideas to better yourself better the people around you love those that are around you be Mm -hmm. grateful be thankful for the people that feed into your lives just i don't know just i just feel i feel good me too (laughs) i do 
I mean, but that's what 2020 is. Mm-hmm. When you hear 2020, I don't yeah. hear nothing. I don't I don't feel nothing negative. I don't see nothing negative in this whole entire year. And it's just going to exp- it's, it's going to blow up. Right. We're going we gonna to blow up this year, y'all. All right. Right. So as you guys pray for us, we will pray for you to have a prosperous 2020. This is just the very first episode of this year. Mm-hmm. And we're looking forward to, like we said, this interview series. We're looking forward to possibly new segments, uh, learning new skills for this podcast. A lot of things are going to take place in this year. And I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited. Me too. Me too. All right, guys, that's all we have for you today. We about to get up out of here. It's your girl, Tony. And Terrence. We out. But wait. Oh, what? You didn't do the, the rundown. We can't oh, leave this episode dang. without the rundown. Don't switch up on me in 2020. You know what? I'm over here thinking as I was talking, I'm like, I feel like I'm forgetting something. We're not like out I'm yet. We're we, not okay. out yet. That was, that was the rewind. And play. All right, <laughs> that brings us down to the end of this episode. If you ain't following us on social media, then uh, what you doing? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Make sure you follow Tony and Terrence on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also, check out our beautiful website at www.tonyandterrence.com where you can still buy you a beautiful love Tony mm-hmm. and Terrence t-shirt for the low price of $20 because we still got bills to pay. You feel me? Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. Is that it? Did I miss anything? Um, Dang, I haven't done this in a while. If that $5 link's still up on our website, donate too. <laughs> donate. donate too. We're going to give it back to the university. We promise this time. All right, y'all. We about to be out for real this time. It's your girl, Tony. And Terrence, we, we out. out.